Thanks for tuning in to the Anime Night Podcast. If you want to hear more, we are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Believe it. Hey guys. Hey nice guys. to be in the same room with you Dude, again. It's so good to be back. I love seeing y'all and I love talking about anime. What are we talking about today, Jake? It's time for Kaisen, that was way harder than I thought it was going to be. That was actually great, though. You actually couldn't stop. You like Just like getting stuck in a loop. It's a great idea. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Yes, the prequel. Though, is it technically a prequel if it came out before the main storyline? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I never thought about that. I would say it's still a prequel. Hmm. Isn't that the definition of a so like <laughs> would you so like would you consider like episode would you consider episode one and two of Attack on Titan a prequel because it happens five years before the main storyline? No, I would consider mm. it a prequel if they hadn't released it and then they but released it after the show. They did release the prequel in the manga. That was that came first. first. Yeah, and then they did a time skip, and then that was what the anime was based off of. Gotcha. Still a prequel in my book. Yeah. Because I, I started with the anime first. So. Right. It's a prequel for anime viewers. Mm, okay. Okay. Which one did you read first? I read the main storyline first. So it's yeah. a prequel for you. Yes. Yes. But I just, I consider it like if I had read Attack on Titan starting from, you know, when they're in the scouts and then I went back and read. Fair. When the wall fell. Fair. I get it. Yeah, so we're talking about the prequel Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, and I want a thirty-second synopsis mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I don't remember anything about it. Yeah, you don't remember anything. You saw it last. <laughs> okay, let's get this. I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah. Are you gonna time me in your head? <laughs> I guess. I guess so. Wait, no. There's a timer on the video, so I can just. Oh yeah, smart. Do all that. right, ready? Yeah. No, I'm not. But okay. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I'm waiting for a good a good number. Good um I just want this to be good for once, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, it's always good. Ready? No. Yeah. Three, three, two, two, one, one. Our story in Jujutsu Kaisen Zero follows Yuta and his childhood friend Rika, who gets killed in a tragic accident and ends up becoming his protective curse. Uh, and it ends up kind of ruining his life for a long time until he meets Gojo, who's our favorite character. And uh, he learns how to control or befriend or work with Rika to free her from the curse in this movie. I nailed that. That was good. That was the best that I've done. Under 30 seconds. That was 27 seconds. You didn't mention the villain of the movie yeah, at yeah, all. I can't, like, I can't fit all of that in. <laughs> That's kind of like half the plot though yeah that was solid i was just thinking about yuta i forgot who else was in this movie <laughs> the plot but. is about freeing the curse and then also a guy trying to steal the curse yes which what one thing that i love about this movie is it did give us a lot of insight like that we didn't get in the anime yet mm-hmm. which is like 
we've learned like Ghetto's power. You know, we never saw his power really in the first season. Yes. This is going to be a really hard episode for me having read the manga. To, yeah, read the manga up to what's current. I know a lot. Um, no, no, no. So that's great. I actually went to see this movie with two friends of mine, and it was funny because we all had a different perspective. Like, mm-hmm. I was just an anime only viewer. Our other buddy is a diehard Jujutsu fan, is caught up on the manga just like you are, mm-hmm. loves the show, and and obviously seen the anime. And the other one has never even heard of this. So yeah. we had three different perspectives coming out of it. But he was like, oh, you don't, you have, you have no idea like what you're about to see from Ghetto. It's so crazy, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But I never knew that was his power. To, he's able to collect curses and release them at will, which I think is pretty freaking sweet. You know, that was a really cool reveal to me. Yeah, because up until this point, everybody's curse technique is just that. It's like it, its own. I can do something. Uh, I have a, a superpower yeah. with my cursed energy. We haven't seen anyone use curses. Like even Megumi uses Shik- uh, Shikigami, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't use curses. Mm-hmm. He's got these shadow creatures. Yeah, which are awesome. <laughs> yeah, makes uses. sense. Makes sense. Um but so we've never seen someone use a curse in this way. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting that it starts out with the villain. So it's a little scary. Yeah. Yeah. And Okatsu is kind of like the Naruto of the show. Is he? In is what he? way? He's got the most powerful curse like in him. <laughs> is it in him? On him? <laughs> around him? Yeah. What is I think it? It's, it's cursing. Th- He's cursing I it's it. A, I think it's around him. Oh, okay. Outside of him. Never mind then. It's nothing like Naruto. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also, it's not like something that was done to him because we find out in the movie that he's the one that's cursing Rika, which doesn't really make sense to me. I guess he was just so distraught by her death that he was like, Mm -hmm. you know, he did the whole like, don't die, don't die, don't die, don't die. So he's the one keeping her around. Mm. And they kind of explain that they're like, that's why it's happening. But when you're watching the movie, you're like, that didn't really Really give me a great explanation. didn't land too much. No. I'm really excited because going from anime to watching this movie, I didn't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. So my expectations were, they were kind of like non-existent, but I knew that Yuji who's the main character in the anime, was not going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. And I was going to have to become attached to a new main character. So this was like really hard for me to love as a movie. Oh, okay. You know, because there's a lot of characters that, like Toto, one of your favorites, mm-hmm. nowhere in the movie. And Technically I know he is. He's there. Was he there? Yeah. Very briefly. In what part? Uh, the when they were showing the, them the, the Kyoto team fighting. Oh, when they're fighting all the... The Night of a Thousand Demons mm-hmm. thing. It's yeah. kind of like Nanami too. He has like his one moment and then that's it. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah, like it was just so hard to like not have the guy that I've come to love not in this movie at all. Mm-hmm. But I know that Yuta's apparently a pivotal character in this show. I love Yuta. And so what's interesting is when I read the storyline for Jujutsu Kaisen Zero, I read it like a year ago. I liked Yuta, but I wasn't like, oh my God, I love this character. And then I, I caught up in the manga to where, you know, we see Yuta again. And I was like, damn, he was way cooler than I remember. And then for this movie, I reread JJK Zero. And I was like, God damn, Yuta actually is pretty badass. Yeah. And then with the movie, now I'm like super fucking hype. I like, he's like my favorite character now. Sweet. No, I love I, him. I like him a lot. I think he was great. Yeah. It was just weird to have no Yuji. Yeah. You know? And no uh, Sukuna. Like, I've wanted more of that story, but I understand that it's a prequel. 
I just thought they would like Sukuna would at least like have a presence somewhere. What's so crazy to me, I guess, you know, you mentioned Naruto earlier. I do kind of think of Sukuna similar to Naruto and the Nine Tails in that for the first like 300 episodes of Naruto, they only really show the Nine Tails like one time. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's like there, but it's not the main point of the show. And then even after that, like every now and then they'll talk about it, but it's there's other villains, there's other stuff going on. And I feel like Sakuna is the same way. They focused on him a lot in the first season, obviously, because that's like the entire point of how Yuji got to Jujutsu High Technical Tokyo Curse Institute <laughs> High School. Jujutsu Tech. Yeah, Jujutsu yeah, Tech. Yeah. Um, and so they're really laying the groundwork for like, okay, who is Sakuna? Why does he matter? How is he? What got Yuji to this point? Mm-hmm. But as the storyline continues, they start. he starts coming out less and less and less. When he does come out, it's like very big moments, like the pain arc of Naruto. That yeah. was like a huge Nine Tails moment. Mm-hmm. But he's not coming out all the time. They're not really focusing on him as a sure. plot line. So it's just very interesting to like to hear your point. Like, oh, I don't have Yuji and I don't have Sakuna. Yeah, there's entire like sections of the manga then where we don't none even of that. Yeah. yeah, we don't even have Yuji in a, large sections of the manga. Yeah, so it's just kind of interesting. That is that is interesting. I will say I actually love Jujutsu Kaisen a lot more because I remember you and I did not love season one. It was kind of like hard mm. for us to understand on our first podcast episode of this. Yeah. But after seeing the movie, I'm like buying in now. I think the animation of this movie was top notch again. I get movie budget. Mappa is continuing to flex its muscles. And I don't know. Like I think the characters just grew on me. Freaking um Maki. Mm-hmm. I love her. She's love my new favorite. Her. <laughs> really? She's my new favorite. Gosh, yeah. man. She's <laughs> she's so badass. Did you like her in season one? Uh, I don't even know if I see you don't remember enough. her in yeah. season one. Yeah. But now like she was highlighted here. And she was highlighted in season one. Mm-hmm. But like it's the whole season one thing. Like you're introduced to all these characters and you got to like learn so much about them all so quick in 20 something episodes here. It was like a hard focus on Maki and her relationship with Yuta. And man, you just felt for her. You love her. Yeah. I think I like her so much because I don't really like the power system and she's not a part of the power. Oh, system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Maki is one of the, not only the best characters in my opinion of Jujutsu Kaisen, but I think just, in terms of female anime characters that are like, especially action focused, not romance focused, I think Maki is one of the best written characters ever because she has a very complex backstory and deep emotions that they really allow her to express in the show. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of times, like, I don't want to keep talking about Naruto, like, a lot of those female <laughs> characters, their biggest problems were like, I like boys and oh no, they don't trust me because I'm a girl and I'm weaker than them. Yeah. But like Maki has like a very complex backstory where she like was at a low on a lower totem pole. Her family rejected her. Uh, she doesn't have the same like power. Str- she doesn't have the the power system that made the rest of her family so important. Right. So and they explore all of that and, and her complex feelings behind it. Yeah. And the fact that she's just doing all of this out of spite. They had some, like, hints of, like, oh, is there, like, anything between her and Yuta? But for the most part, she's not uh, a romance-obsessed character. A romance is not the main plot line for Maki. She just has this internal drive and, yeah. yeah. And she's hot. Ew, boo. <laughs> she is hot. Boo. She's hot, babe. Well, 
when was it? Like, she didn't have her glasses on at one point. I was like, damn. <laughs> she's cute. And she that's has, why she's my favorite. She has those dorky, <laughs> she's got those dorky rectangle glasses that, like, everybody got when they very first got glasses as kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's kind of like, speaking of Naruto, she's kind of like, if Rock Lee wanted to destroy his entire clan. Oh, yeah, like mm-hmm. if Rock Lee was bitter. Yep. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, she's my new favorite. Should I limit you guys to like three Naruto references an episode? <laughs> uh, I, okay, I won't reference Naruto anymore. I just feel like when this anymore. anime- Oh, I can't wait. When it fr- well, Not in this episode. <laughs> I feel like when this, this anime first came out, after this, after this. Okay. When this anime first came out, everyone was always making the joke that it was like a, a three-man cell, one girl with their white-haired oh, yeah, masked yeah. sensei. That's and blindfolded. Like, yeah, and like the dynamic between them. You've got like a- not loud mouth girl, but like a very hot headed girl. And then Sakuna kind of inside boy. of yeah. Yuji. Mm. So there, a lot of people just made that comparison that there were a lot of similarities. Um, and as you watch it, there are, there are plenty of moments where you can draw parallels, but I think that's also just the nature of having such a big anime that people are going to naturally be inspired by it. Even if it's not a direct inspiration they're just elements yeah we're, we're not going to record an Naruto episode i'm just going to take all the clips from our from <laughs> every episode <laughs> smash them together yeah. that's awesome but yeah I, I love maki so much more like this was such a great like because everyone said that she's a great a really well written female character mm-hmm. and now i'm like seeing it and noticing it she's so confident you know, it was kind of cool to see her like blush a little bit when she was talking with Yuta in the classroom. Yeah, question for you and not for Maddie because she probably knows, but mm. do you think her and Yuta are going to get together? I think I think so now. I think that was enough foreshadowing, you know? Yeah, you got to have the, like the sweet person with the hard personality for yeah. it to like really hit me. Totally. So I think I think that would be a good match. Yeah. That is something you always like, like the Taiga with, what's his name? Yeah, you kind of have to like break through. Ty- Ryuji. Yeah, Taiga and Ryuji. Yeah. Uh, Shikamaru and um, Tamari. Yeah. Hmm. Th- those sorts of relationships. I do like that. So are you done on Naruto references now? <laughs> uh, I have one more actually. I, and I'm not lying. Uh, major Kakashi Obito vibes with uh, Ghetto and, and Gojo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about, do we want to skip to the end of this movie where we, well, let's just do it. They're friends. Yeah. yeah, best friends. They're best friends. They went to, I guess, to- Tokyo Jujutsu High together. Yeah. Can I give like a minor manga spoiler for you? Or do you not want it at all? I'll take it. Sure. Either the next arc that we see in the anime in season two or the one after that is we're going to see a flashback arc of Ghetto and Gojo together. Sweet. Okay. Before he went batshit crazy. Well, they kind of, I mean, they did like a little flash of like that. Yeah, which I think is their fan service because that flash wasn't in the manga. Okay. So I think that's them foreshadowing the next season of the anime. So in the prequel, they did a foreshadow to a flashback of season two (laughs) of the anime. (laughs) Would never have known. (laughs) (laughs) I also think it's funny that the flashback that we're about to see in season two is going to be from before the prequel timeline. So yeah, I just, I like the way the timeline is jumping around. It's very fun. Another thing, like so many things that were like kind of put in this movie that have got me really excited for the future of this anime, but this hierarchy of people that mm-hmm. Gojo's like reporting to. Oh yeah. So yeah, like, yeah. I want to know what's up with them. Cause apparently like, it seems Gojo like can kind of do what he wants. He's the strongest. He yeah. says that all the time. Yeah. He's just so like, 
are those people afraid of him or are they above him? Do they like, do they make the rules? Well, it's kind of like Kakashi reporting to the leaders. (laughs) (laughs) We're never going to stop talking about Naruto. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to. (laughs) You can't not talk about Naruto talking about the show because there really are so many similarities. Mm -hmm. Like, but. I don't know who those people are, so continue. Yeah, well, I'm just saying, like, that's a great question for me, and I can't wait to find out more. I think it would be cool if, like, they were, like, other, well, that one electric guitar guy. Mm-hmm. He's one of the elders, technically. <laughs> he's the goat of this show. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a principal of the of others. the Kyoto school, yeah. The other school. So, like, those couldn't have been principals, right, that he's talking to? No, but, like, he does reference that the whole reason that Yuji Itadori is being sentenced to die is a decision by the elders that he can't defy what they're saying. And those are the elders. We haven't actually, I don't think we've seen them in the anime. So that was the first time that they're seen him speaking to a council of elders, Yeah, um, which supposedly the principal of the Kyoto school is an elder, but I don't know that we saw him in that movie clip. Gotcha. Unless y'all know something, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't remember. It's been a while since I saw the movie already. I do want to say when when me and Maddie went to see it uh, with her friends and Tanner, that that was a, a huge hit part of the movie. When oh, he's, really? When he's talking to the council of people. When he's in like his street clothes? Because he does it like twice. Yeah. Once he's in normal clothes, once he's in street yeah, clothes. Yeah, and they, they say, don't forget about the secret assassination plot against Okatsu. Mm-hmm. And he says... If that happens, I'll be on the side of Okatsu. Yeah. And someone in the crowd was like, it was like dead silent. Someone was like, bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole crowd just That's erupted awesome. in laughter. I love that. That's so great. Okay. I do. I guess this isn't technically about the movie itself, but I do want to talk about the vibes in that theater were wild. I yeah. feel like I've seen several anime movies now in the past couple of years. It's just become more popular. And there's always jokes about weebs in the crowd, I guess, yeah. but I've never actually experienced it. And uh, like, it's always, everyone's very respectful. They treat it like a normal movie for Demon Slayer, for mm-hmm. Bell when we went to see it. Anytime we see like a Miyazaki movie um, in theaters, it's always very respectful and calm. But we, we showed up for Jujutsu Kaisen and holy crap, were the weebs like out to play <laughs> yeah, that day. Dude, the culture's different. Like the, it's a very expressive community, you know, like they're hype. People yeah. were joking and talking the whole movie. Yeah. It, like you, it's like you were having a conversation with the person in the back row. They were making jokes, and we're all like, "Oh yeah, what he said." <laughs> <laughs> I do want to shout out Tanner for for being the MVP of that night. Oh yeah, when the, when the movie started, uh, giving us a classic. Aaron Yeager. I've heard. Well, he said awesome. it very loud and in a very like narrator voice, and yeah. people just died laughing. That's awesome. I wish I could have been there. Yeah. Nothing like that happened in my theater. Oh, wait, really? Yeah, nothing like that. But it was really crowded, which is cool. Interesting. But we had no uh, we had no uh, crazy people in there. All regular ass what movie bummer. watchers. I know. Lame. I know. Maybe Tanner's the one that kicked it off. Maybe that's why everyone was wild. They're like, if he's doing it, we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Hmm. Way to go, Tanner. Way to go, Tanner. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways... Um... <laughs> So I think I have a hard time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What were you going to say? So I think I have a hard time uh, talking about the movie because I just want to do a nerdy deep dive on anything and everything, but it's so hard 
to talk about what's so great about the movie without talking about the manga. Yeah, so you know what's going to happen. Yeah, you know? and I also know all of the parts that were added into the movie mm-hmm. that were not technically in the manga that they just added for continuity, right? So sure. it's like, I don't know the exact how many years it was, but like if they wrote Jujutsu Kaisen Zero and then they didn't actually write the full Jujutsu Kaisen for like two or three years later, most of the characters that we see in season one didn't exist yet. So they like tried to retroactively add them into the movie and yeah. they retroactively added in foreshadowing to the end. And it like, felt like that when it happened. Yeah. You know, like I was like all these little like kind of glamorized one shots of your favorite character. What's his name again? Nanami. Nanami. And I was like, he was nowhere else in the movie. He just came down and cut the demon and the end. Yeah. I also didn't think his part was that great. No. Like our it, crowd went hype when he showed up. Yeah. Just because people love him. Yeah. It yeah. felt very fabricated though to me. Yeah. You know? Which is similar in my opinion to episode one of season two of Demon Slayer, where we got the backstory behind why when Rengoku got on the train. Mm. I was like, okay, that was nice. It was nice seeing Rengoku in this setting, but it was made up and it felt very made up. Yeah. That's like what this was. They were like, okay, we got to give some additional context to like, where was Nanami when all this was going down? Where was Toto when all this was going down? Because they reference it in season one. They're like, Oh, Toto single-handedly killed XYZ on the night of 100 curses. And so if that didn't happen in the movie, people would be like, what? That was the night of the 100 curses. Where yeah. the fuck was Toto? You told, told us he did something yeah. cool that yeah. day. Yeah. 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 His scene wasn't that great either. No. The girl with the silver hair, her I, scene was mm-hmm. dope. I fucking love Maymay. That's her name? Yeah. yeah. She's like a, a soul caliber character with she her giant is. ass. So caliber esque. Yeah. Nice. But talking about a character I don't really like, mm-hmm. and I want to hear your opinion on it, is Inamaki. Why not? Because why the hell can't he control his speech? Everyone else can imbue curses how they want. And he has to say shake and and like just say dumb words. Why I can't think, he control it? I think it's not that he he cannot control it. I think the risk is too high. So like other people's curse techniques, there's very specific parameters that they have to hit and the stakes aren't that high, right? So like Toto has to clap and he switches places. At the end of the day, like if he accidentally clapped and accidentally put cursed energy into it and switched places, I think he also has to decide who he's switching places with. So like the risk is very low that anything would happen. Fushiguro Megumi has to make a specific sign and call out who he wants to come out. He's never going to just accidentally make the sign for his divine dogs, you know? I think their their curse techniques require so much to make them happen. There's a sure. low risk that they're going to happen accidentally. Inumaki just has cursed energy flowing through his body, and all he has to do is say something. So it's like— So maybe him saying those words is him controlling it. That it well that is you know? that that's the whole point. That's what Jake is saying. It's stupid, but I'm yeah. like the chance that he could say die and accidentally put cursed energy behind it. That's a way higher risk than Toto accidentally clapping. He'd have to like there's multiple levels that need to be hit with Toge. It's not the same. Also, I'm just speculating here, but isn't like that speech clan a very like, rare clan, or am I making that up? I don't. I mean, it, like there's it, it not a lot be. of them. 
Maybe not. I, there's not a lot of jujitsu sorcerers. But it is like one of the most powerful forms of curse energy too. Like, well, doesn't, didn't Yuta like get a glimpse of it? Like he. Well, yeah, that's why. That's another control. reason I don't like it is because Yuta literally just did it with this stupid megaphone. Thing, yeah, really diluting Inamaki's power. I get that. I'm like, I okay, you can just be Inamaki with his megaphone. Like, it's not supposed to dilute Inamaki's power. It's supposed to show you just how. Well, I know he said that. He said that when he did it, he was like, oh, that was so hard to because it disperses well, out and no, you have to concentrate it. You're missing the point. It's supposed to show you just how much more there is to Yuta and Rika that we don't know yet. Why is he able to copy yeah, people's w- cursed energy, cursed like techniques? That's not supposed to happen. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, how is he able to do the cursed speech and you're he's not, not from that clan? Like Gojo says to Yuji in season one, you can't just like learn a cursed technique. You're born with them. And that's what he says, like, to Yuji, like, eventually you'll get some of Sukuna's whatever curse technique or something. Or, like, he thinks that in his mind. He's like, you don't know this yet, but you'll get this, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But for anyone else in the world that has curse energy, you're born with your curse technique. We talk about this because people are, like, have stupid ones, but they have no choice. They have to figure out how to make it work. So why can Yuta now copy a curse technique that he didn't even know existed a year ago? Because he has the sharring gun. <laughs> <laughs> He's the avatar. Th- that's the point He's of the that avatar. scene. <laughs> the point isn't to say Inumaki is or isn't powerful. The point is to be like, wow, what is Yuta's deal? They clearly have not told us everything. Okay, well, I went the wrong direction with my opinion on of it. So, <laughs> No, no, that's your opinion of it. Yeah. Stick by it. That's cool. I, I think Yuta is a very interesting character. And at the end, when he... Sets Rika free. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is a manga spoiler, but is Rika isn't attached to Yuta's curse energy? Like, if Rika's gone, Yuta still has curse energy, right? Am I making 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 sense? Yeah, I don't want to speak definitively, but because Rika's gone now, right? Like he released Rika from her curse, but it was his power to begin with, so he still has his power, right? Like he made Rika. And Rika was the strongest, that's, one of the strongest curses. Well, his negative energy created the curse. So that's what you're saying. Yeah. He is like a distant, he is part of a of a storied lineage of He's Gojo's sorcerers. cousin. Sort of, yeah. Distantly yeah. related. Which, can we just like also talk about that? Like, that's like a little, funny little drop they did. And I was like, that's Gojo's cousin or whatever. Come on. I think that's part of why they're they're trying to explain that there's something special about Utah. Yeah. That we don't fully understand yet. Like if Gojo's the most powerful and Gojo's from this like supreme line of jujitsu sorcerers, like, okay, well then what's Yuta's deal? Mm-hmm. So yes, he still has cursed energy, but I think the question is, okay, well then what is, what really is his cursed technique? Yeah. So we don't know that yet. No. I do know a manga spoiler. Are you going to say it? No, I'm not <laughs> going to say it, but. Okay, good. But. Yeah, I don't want to spoil anything for you. But can we talk about the biggest thing for every Jujutsu Kaisen fan, especially anime watchers, that I was expecting to fully experience a domain expansion, and I did not get one. And I understand this was a prequel. Yeah. But- Oh, you got one. Who? What's her name? Blue hair oh. girl. She did a simple, simple domain. A simple what? Who did it? Oh, she did. What's uh, her name? She calls Ka- herself useless. Useless. Ka- Kawa something. So I saw a useless domain expansion. Miwa. Use, useless Miwa. Miwa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, I, it clearly wasn't memorable because every domain expansion I've seen in this show is the coolest thing to happen to anime since Attack on Titan. I love domain expansions. To go to see this movie and not get one, I was really disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, especially not knowing, like, I knew this was a prequel going into it, but Gojo can still do a domain expansion. Yes, but it's not like we're watching a documentary. Someone has to create the storyline. And I just don't think that the author had invented domain expansion when they wrote. That feels like a cop out to me. Because I feel like. No, it's not a cop out. They literally just did not. So they would have had to write it in the movie. Who knows if the author, like didn't think of it yet he could have thought of it yet and like just not maybe so what i've what i've read though about like jujutsu kaisen zero into jujutsu kaisen the main series is that the manga author wrote jujutsu kaisen zero it was originally called something else it wasn't called jujutsu kaisen zero it was called something else and the thought was that after that one shot story they were going to get the opportunity to write a completely different story Okay. As a serialized manga. However, the the ma- manga magazine that it got published in came back and said, we want to read more of this story. And so they just ended up being like, okay, I will jump ahead one year and make okay. this, build this out. But I don't think their intention was that it was going to be a continuation. It's kind of like writing a book and then writing a completely different book. Sure. Like they didn't think that it was going to be a series. But you know how they added all those like extra clips of all the characters doing cool shit, Mm -hmm. like in that, the night of a thousand demons or whatever. If they're going to just, they should have just had someone do a domain expansion. Like if they can just throw some stuff in there, you know? Yeah, but I don't know who they would have done a domain expansion with because like Gojo's fight was in the manga. with that one cool So if they added a domain expansion, they would have had like- Can Nanami do one? No, he can't. Mm -mm. Yeah, I was explaining over that. So who would they have made? They would have had to do a domain expansion that probably doesn't even exist in the manga yet. True. I was disappointed with that too. I was also disappointed with Gojo's main fight. With that one cool guy? I, I wasn't like the disappointed guy was with Gojo. I was disappointed with the villain because he looks at him and he's like, that guy's going to be a problem. And then he wasn't a problem. <laughs> like, Oh yeah, Gojo his beat power his ass. Was just really, yeah, yeah, his power was really lame. Like his rope or whatever. Yeah. And he didn't give Gojo I thought he was kind of cool. It was a cool moment where he looks intimidating. Yeah. But then he's not in sure. the fight. He's just very durable. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that That's his curse power. It's very, very durable. But Gojo went full Bruce Lee on some... Gojo yes, is that was sick. so cool, dude. Yeah. Gojo is the goat. Yeah. He's the strongest. The goached. The, Ew, the what? Go- <laughs> the goto. That's Go- so weird. <laughs> the goached. <laughs> the goached. <laughs> Anyways... I was disappointed with that too. Yeah, man. I I agree. Domain expansions are really cool. I think they're the, like one of the, my favorite like anime ideas that I've ever seen. Why is that? What's so cool about them to you? I don't know. You know, I think it's probably connected to like my love of like whenever I was watching Pokemon grow up. I was about to say and you like go, the battlefield. Yeah. Like you would go like there was the rock gym mm. and it was like the rock area. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Like these people can create this area that is like a reflection of them and they're invincible in it basically yeah and it's like it's like you know it's their trump card i think it's really cool so maybe it's reminiscent of that but that's what Mm -hmm. i would think of with the domain expansions Hmm. you know i was like sitting here i was like i don't feel like we even see that many domain expansions but i guess we do we get to see gojo's joe goes the guy with the fire volcano head yeah 
We get to see Megumi's. Which like, that was see that was a really cool moment in the anime. Megumi's that was that was there, fucking because that's dope. like that's the coup de gras of like being a jujutsu sorcerer if you can yeah do a domain expansion. We get to see Sakuna's. We get to see Sakuna's. We get to see oh what's his name Mahito's. Mm-hmm. His little weird hands. Yeah, that oh, was cool. yeah 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 yeah. I didn't like that one. We get to see useless Miwa's simple domain. Yeah, why is it why? That's, Maybe that's just the simple? level one of yeah, domain she expansion. She's just not strong enough. Like even Megumi's is an incomplete domain. He doesn't mm. have like a complete domain. He says that. So I don't know. I guess we did get to see a lot of domains in season one. I don't know that we're going to continue seeing that many yeah. in future seasons, but. I do have a spoiler. Oh, I want to spoil so bad. What do you, you're not going to spoil anything <laughs> you're for saying. Right. twice. You're going to spoil something for the audience and for Jake. That's probably. true. I'm going to keep my spoiler to myself. I'll tell you off of the I like mic. want to know what it is. Why is it, is it like bum you out? No, I think it's really cool. Is it about a specific character? Yes. Who? Yuta. Yuta, spoiler alert, Yuta can do domain expansion. And he oh, does. I kind of figured that. Well, he didn't do it in the movie, clearly. But him and then two other main characters do a domain expansion at the same time. You saw the manga panels for this? Yeah. It was nuts. Did I just spoil something for you? Maddie's face disagrees. Oh, no, I'm trying to remember where this would happen. What are the, what other characters? Basically, right after my buddies and I went to see the movie, he was reading like the most recent chapter that just came out, and it was in there. All three of them went and did a domain expansion at the same time. But I won't tell you the other two characters. Maybe I'm behind. I like don't remember that happening. Oh man, now I feel bad. Should yeah, I feel just, bad? You just spoiled Maddie. And no, I mean that's not really a spoiler, but. I don't remember that happening. I feel like I'm having to accept that Yuta is like the second main character of this show. Or the main main character. We have you no don't, idea. That's what, that's what it feels it like could, Yuji could be the second main character. Mm. I think Yuji's the main character, but the way they focus on Okatsu and then talked about him in, in the first two seasons. Mm-hmm. And then the movie came out. I was like, okay, well, this guy is like probably going to be in the last battle with Yuji or something. Yeah. Because I feel like Megumi is going to be... I don't know, a Sasuke bad or something. Because I, I like Megumi a lot. Sakuna mentions him in like a Yeah, like there's something special with there's him. There's something Megumi special in a wants. dark way about yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that he's I, gonna I he's gonna turn in some way. I don't know. That's my prediction. I've seen people draw parallels between Megumi and Yuji the same way that it is with Gojo and Ghetto. But with like yeah. Yuji being the ghetto. And you really and Megumi being the Gojo. Gojo. Whoa. Uh, I think the opposite. But I don't know. <laughs> I And then Panda will be it for Okatsu. He'll be the Sasuke. Panda is awesome. <laughs> Panda's a great character, but Megumi's very pure hearted. So I guess. I don't know. I don't think we've seen yet in the manga why Sakuna is so obsessed with Megumi. This this show has set up a lot of characters really quickly mm-hmm. that haven't really like interacted a lot, and especially with Yuta now. Like, I'm excited to see how all these paths cross and how these relationships and dynamics plan out. Speaking of setting up characters, the part when they first meet Okatsu in the classroom, mm-hmm. and then Gojo tells their backstories of like Maki and Panda and, oh, yeah, and yeah. Maki, mm-hmm. and he gives like the full backstory of Maki and Inumaki, and then he's like, and this is Panda. And then, yeah, then Okatsu's like, you didn't give me the explanation that I wanted. <laughs> we still don't have an explanation for no. it. Yeah, they do the same thing in season one. They're like, this is Panda. And they're like, Panda? <laughs> they, actually, they do give us the backstory on Panda. He's a he's a cursed doll. 
type thing. Yeah, they say that, but they don't have any backstory on him. I don't want to say like it all comes later, but just gotta, you got to be patient with this series. It all I, comes. I am loving Jujutsu Kaisen a lot more now after seeing this movie. What about it? Did it just add more context? Yeah, I think it. I think it was definitely just like a, a content thing mm-hmm. than context, but like because I already love Gojo, getting to see more of him and. I don't know. I really dig the art style, the tall, skinny characters. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I I guess like I'm just really, I think this is going to be a really complex story. And so I just am stoked for where where it's going to go. You know? What studio is this? Mappa. 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 Do they do Demon Slayer? No. UFO Table does Demon Slayer. I feel like it kind of pales in comparison in the fighting sequences. But the Demon Slayer fighting sequences... Sequences, 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 (laughs) sequences. I feel like they're too flashy. Like I just stopped paying attention to them. I like Jujutsu Kaisen, Jujutsu Kaisen, (laughs) Jujutsu Kaisen's hand-to-hand combat a lot more. Mm -hmm. But I like Demon Slayer's like big moments. Like the the end of Okatsu's fight with Geto Mm -hmm. with the big explosion was lacking a lot of detail. You know, that big like pink explosion. It was just kind of like... Blech. I get that. They are completely different styles, and I, and I know what you're saying. But this one, like the colors, I think is like a big thing for me. Like it's a lot of earthier colors compared to Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. you know. And I think because of that, it lends itself very well to like the hand to hand combat realm. With Demon Slayer, you get the fire breathing, and it's like bright oranges and reds, and yeah. And so it's it's definitely flashier because it's more colorful, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but. The fighting is sick and the animation is nuts. Like it's bonkers good. And I'm I'm just super hype on it. Yeah. I'm excited. Maddie, did you have anything to rant about on this? You know or? what's so crazy? I'm a little embarrassed. I just uh, calmly said the things that I was going to rant about earlier in the episode. But I can kind of get back into my rant headspace and say those things <laughs> again. My rant headspace. Okay. Okay. How long um, do you need? Do you um, need a build up? No, I can, just, up? I can just get into it. Um, I don't like the parts that they added into the movie that were not in the manga. I think it's weird. Like, I, I agree to your point that, like, Nanami, it didn't make any sense. And here's my other thing. I understand that they wanted to show us what was going on in Kyoto. I did not need to see every single Kyoto student and have them give a one-liner of, like, I'm here, too. It is also me. I am a character you will see in season one. I don't really care. They didn't do anything in the movie because they were never in the story. It just got added in after the fact. And also, I appreciate the end of credit scene, but everyone was saying that like, oh, it's gonna be really important for the manga. It, it, it really has, it, I guess, but like where I am in the manga already, I didn't even know what was going on. I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) I just feel like the stuff that they added in, with the exception of the stuff that they added in from later on in the manga, where they were like, they gave little flashes of things that do happen later on in the manga, but the stuff that they added that they just made up, it was weird and I didn't like it and it felt dumb. It felt like filler in the middle of a movie. I, I agree, and I haven't even read the manga that it felt like filler. Like, they were just doing it for a crowd-pleaser moment, which it was a crowd-pleaser moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it happened, and, and literally the people behind us were like, 
hell yeah, there's not a me. And then it happened and it was just so underwhelming. So what I think is so funny about that moment that they added in about Nanami is they kind of made him sexy. And I don't feel <laughs> kind of made him sexy. He I, is. He sexy. is sexy. I think when they first created Nanami, the character, they're like, this is Nanami. He is a character. But then people like started foaming at the mouth for him. And so when the movie came out, they're like, no, Nanami's going to like loosen his tie and his shirt comes unbuttoned a little bit. And he's like rippling through the air. <laughs> and I was like, damn, they made him like Tarzan. <laughs> rippling through the air. Yeah, he was. He like, ju- he did like a vertical leap of like 60 feet. They didn't explain that at all. They're like, and then he leaped into the air to this curse that's as tall as a skyscraper <laughs> and slits it down the middle. They didn't even really, they showed him use his curse technique once. Other than that, he was just cleaving. Just, yeah. I don't know. That's hilarious. I, I think the moments that really shined in the fighting was hand-to-hand combat. Like Maki's training with Okatsu. Fucking dope. Gojo's fight with the foreigner. I don't even know if they said his name. Um, and then silver-haired girl, May 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 May. Yeah. Those were like my my top moments. Did she have a lot of hand-to-hand combat? The moment they give her with her giant axe, she's she's like, it's not hand-to-hand, obviously, because it's an axe, but the movement is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a weirdo, too. Later in the manga. Is she related to Gojo? No. Or she just looks they like- They just both have silver hair. At least not that I know of. Okay. She could be a distant cousin, just like Yuta is, for all I know. Mm. So are y'all ready for some trivia, trivia, trivia? I would love that. I would love that, too, but I'm also kind of nervous, because- Maddie's already beating me in all of these trivias, and I need I need an episode or that I can come back and win. You know, as long as the last question is worth the round. <laughs> every time, <laughs> every, every time. time it's worth you the get round. The, you get the chance to save it. Uh, well, these are probably going to be pretty hard because I literally went to see the movie a second time just to pick up some trivia. Did you just like have a notebook out and you were just like scribbling in the row? Like, I was the only person in the theater. <laughs> <laughs> it was a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> I would have went with you, man. I was such a loser. It's so funny. But it's yeah, so funny. I just had my phone out and I was just chilling. Yeah. Watch. It was kind of cool. You're not allowed to have your phone out in movies. You are when you're by yourself. <laughs> so, All right. Question number one. How old is Okatsu when he attends Jujutsu High? 15? I don't know. Wrong. 17. <laughs> Wrong. 16. So 16. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Team right. effort. Zero to zero. Okay. This is a two-parter. Okay. So if you get the first one, you have to answer the second one. Oh, well, okay. I'm ready. Or you can bunt it and the other person can steal. I don't really understand these rules. Just <laughs> ask the question. Yeah, I love these new rules being <laughs> thrown in. But the other person obviously has, has to accept mm. the bunt. So wait, what happens if we don't accept the bunt? We just don't ask the question? We just move <laughs> <Yeah. the bunt? laughs> Okay, trivia's move over. Yeah. <laughs> you have to answer the second <laughs> I'm ready. (laughs) The rules for this question are longer than all of trivia. (laughs) All right. How many special grade sorcerers are there? Uh, Five. Wrong. Damn it. Four. Yes. Damn it. We now get to answer the second. I'm ready. I know this. Or you can bunt it to Maddie. No, I got it. Let's get it. Okay. (laughs) I didn't say what happens if you get it wrong. 
I guess you just keep the one point. <laughs> yeah. Are you tracking these the our scores? Uh, yes, he's got yeah, it. it's well, it's one to zero right now. How many special grade curses are there? Three. I know the answer to this one. No. Damn it. Thirteen. Also no. <gasps> Wait, no. Let's is. go. So I got. Is it eighteen? Right, right? Is it eighteen? Sixteen. Oh, according, I was so close. According to Ghetto, sixteen. Hmm. He says that like towards the end of the movie in the fight. So because, ask me how many does Ghetto have any of them collected? Yeah, because he releases he one. Remember? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. He releases right. one, and then he releases all the other ones to combine into a quote unquote special grade hmm. power one. Okay, which also the Uzumaki something whatever it was. Looked so dope in the manga, and it looked so stupid in the movie. I, d- I saw the movie twice, and I don't even... Wasn't it just like a black cloud-looking thing? Yeah, but it, it was called like an Uzumaki something because it was a spiral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the manga, it looked dope as fuck. Mm-hmm. I actually really want to watch this movie right now. This is like a third extension to this question, and if you get it... Actually... This is a three-parter? No, 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 no. I'll save this one for last. It, it could be the save the round for whoever. Okay. Uh, what's Okatsu's student ID number? Uh, one. No. Damn it. He's not the first student there. (laughs) Four? I don't know. It's a low number. You guys kind of got it combined? Fourteen? No, it's, uh, 100,004. Why is that so funny? What is so funny know. about that? It's like we got it combined. One hundred thousand zero 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 four. Why would any? Okay, Jake. Because why? Is, wait, whoa, whoa. You would know that if you went to see the movie by why yourself. Why is it twice? Have you saw it twice? No, every single question so far has been a fucking number. <laughs> How old is Yuta? How many special grade source? Blah blah googly gobs. What's this number? I'm sick and tired of number googly questions. Gobs. Ask me who the tallest Titan is. <laughs> Okay, this is an easy one. Okay. <laughs> what number is? <laughs> what day does the war begin? December 24th? Yep. Oh. Shut up. Oh. That was an easy one. You said it. I knew That's that That's an one. easy one. <laughs> two to zero. I'm feeling good right now, Maddie. I'm feeling really good. It's two to zero, but you've asked like 10 questions so far. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was going to ask what the name of that day was, but you already said it. It's a night of a hundred curses. Wrong. It's the day of the night of a hundred curses. It's the night of the day of a hundred curses. <laughs> night parade of a hundred curses. Oh, yeah. That's Which I also think is a dumb say. name because there was way more than a hundred curses. Yeah, right? I saw like, it. Why like, is it a hundred? It was like 5,000 curses. Right. Mm. Okay. Um, what do you say to draw a veil? Word for word. No, it's this really is, long. That's a good question, though. Um, something darkness, blacker than darkness, purify that which is unpure. Mm-hmm. Veil. <laughs> veil. Veil. Emerge from darkness, blacker than darkness, purify that which is unpure. Veil, go. Activate. <laughs> I think Maddie got that one right. You got that one no, right. No. That was good. Cool. <laughs> that, was, that was good. You write my book. I'm getting judged on a harder, harder... Scale. <laughs> Last question before the one that could win you the round. I'm, I'm up right now, right? Two to one? Yeah, two zero. No, she <gasps> got that one right. She did not get that one right. Bro, that was like the hardest question. All right, you got half a point for that <laughs> one. <laughs> Do I get a half a point for the day-night parade, 100 demon curses? No, because curses? y'all already said that during oh the 100 God. demon curses. <laughs> but I said it. I'm the one who said it. 
What is Inumaki's grade? What? He's a first year with them. No, no, no. Oh, what, what grade source? He's a, he's a, a grade one. He's grade two. He's grade two. He's grade two. He's grade two. Grade three. I don't, I don't know. Because <laughs> you got it wrong and then you were like, I, I don't know if you'd watch my face. And then you're like, wait, no. Wait, I meant right? to say it's two. Too right. It's two right. Yeah, it's two. Yeah, I knew that. He's a grade two. Yeah, I'll tell you, I, had I, to, I, I did had not to, know that one, so. I had to rational it. Because the curse that they fight at the, the mall or whatever is a semi-grade one. Mm-hmm. So it was like just too hard, too hard for him. Okay. Neither of you gonna, are going to get this one, but if you want, if you somehow get it, it'll win you the round. Wow. Thank you for the confidence. How many curses does Ghetto have total? Oh, man. He says it at the in that last fight. 1,300. Because he combines them all. It's less than that, I think. Six. No, it's, <laughs> it's six curses. Hey, you could be right. Uh, can well, this be like, well, can wrong. we like, be closer to the number? Because we're not going to get Like it. Price is Right rules? Yeah, Price is Price Right. Price is Right, rules. okay. Yeah, let's do Price is Right on this one. I'm going, I'm going what's with Wait, what's yours? Okay, let's say 800. 800. Yeah, I'm feeling a three-digit number. Like, Remember, if you get this wrong, she wins the round. <laughs> 799. <laughs> like, price is right, rules. Well, I guess Maddie wins. No! <laughs> what is it? 4,461. No! Oh, damn. I was the closest without going uh, over, I so. I what? I don't, I don't know. Dang. So does this mean I also win an RV? <laughs> What? Since Price is right. No. Yeah, if you win an RV, that's pretty sweet. But Jake's got the prizes. I think Cameron wins that round. I can't give that to Boo. It's his first win in like 12 (laughs) episodes. So, Congratulations, Cam. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I feel really good to accept this, this honor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was trivia. I really enjoyed it. I think trivia is always worse when I pay closer attention. Yeah, because... Because <laughs> I'm like, what is the third digit <laughs> on the sign at this moment? I just don't... <laughs> I just don't pay that close of attention to those specific of details. Well, like, What else would I ask, you know? Who's hottest? I don't know. <laughs> That's subject. It's usually numbers or names of things. Nezuko. And there were no dona- domain expansions. Yes. Which have the names. If one of y'all wants to do trivia ones, you know, that'd be fine with me. That way I don't you have to what? buy a second ticket to see a movie. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Gotcha. I don't think we're going to do any more episodes on movies in the near future. So I think you're okay. Okay. You know, a movie we do need to see mm-hmm. is the My Hero movie, the third one. Yeah, we did know. We, we never, never saw that. I've only seen one of the My Hero movies. I just, I don't. Yeah, because they're not they're not canon. Yeah, I don't love filler movies like yeah. non-canon movies. Yeah, I get that. Like it just reminds me of the the only my hero movie I've seen is the one where spoiler alert for the one of the my hero movies, the second one. Yeah, Midoriya gives one for all to Bakugo, and then they say, "Oops, it didn't take." So Midoriya still gets yeah, to keep one for all. Yeah, that was so stupid. It, God, I was, yeah, but I love the idea of him giving it away. Yeah. I thought that it, was really well, cool. Well, I think the explanation was like someone passed out before it was like fully gone. That doesn't or, make any sense. They yeah. just made that rule up for that movie. The fight in that movie, though, was incredible. Nuts. It was, they, 
Dude, that was, was like that was like the holy grail fight animation. That was pretty sweet. There were cubes everywhere. <laughs> so many cubes. <laughs> the cubes, man. Yeah, it's you know it's wild. I do think that movie was fun and the fight was great. And I feel like, not to talk about My Hero Academia for a second, but I feel like the anime has not even held up to that level of yeah. action of that movie. Like no. it kind of like downgraded, it got dinkier. Right. Season five they, was rough. They did that. And I think, did we already talk about this? But like the creator was in an interview and they were like, if you're worried about where this is going to go after this, rest assured, so am I. Like uh, as far as like how large scale fights get and like you know what's story. so crazy the manga has it the manga has the fights the manga has the action the anime is just not delivering and I don't know who's making that decision because they made a conscious dis- decision in season five My Hero Academia to cut out entire sections. And reorder sections of the manga. Yeah, you've, you've been mentioning the reordering stuff. And I'm really nervous that they're going to keep doing that because the like they like dumb stuff down. And I'm really worried that like they're going to take out really great parts and change the story. Yeah, I've heard. Maybe I heard it from you that the next section is like it starts the war and there's some high octane fights coming. There, the the fights are high stakes, like big and- stuff. It's really dope stuff. I just, they baby everything down and they, they make mm-hmm. it less. I don't know, yeah. That, that first part of season five was such a letdown. Yeah. Episode. Season five was rough, but this is a Jujutsu Kaisen episode. <laughs> so one more thing about Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have just a few fun facts. Okay. Um, I love to hear it. I know we did a lot for Jujutsu Kaisen, but these are for characters specific to this movie. Love cool. it. Let's see it. Rika mm-hmm. is Mitsuri Kanroji, who is the love Hashira. Mm. Ooh. So, yeah. Sweet. Love so it. She's going to sound really freaking annoying, too, I guess. <gasps> what does that mean? <laughs> she did not sound annoying. I'm talking about Rika. That, that is something I didn't like about this movie is her... Voice. Why? Because it was whispery like this. No, her yell. It, yeah, was it was like, very like uh, like tremolo, shrill, yeah, super very shrill. shrilly. Like, and we didn't talk about the part where they kiss, which was really freaking weird. It didn't bother me as much as it bothers everyone else. Yeah, there's no tone. They kiss, and then Just she kidding. yells like, "I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you!" Like over and over, really loud. So I understand that like the curse or the curse like shrill screams is annoying, but like every curse is like really shrill and high and goes like, all curses do that. Not all of them. They just can't talk. Sukuna doesn't do that. Sukuna is the king of curses. (laughs) Didn't they say something in this movie that like Rika was the queen of curses? Yeah. Queen of curses. Yeah. I think, I don't know if that's like her title. I think that's just what gets. She was just so popular or so powerful, not popular. So there's no like thing where like, Rika and Sakuna are like no, no. I don't actually think he may not be called the King of Curses. I may have just made that up. Yeah. No, I think he is like the King of All Curses or something. I don't know. They're not married. Is that what oh, you're yeah, asking? That's what I'm asking. Like they're not like a duo thing, like right? Okay. Not that I know okay. of. Cool. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> moving on. Okatsu mm-hmm. is like a, a tenured anime voice oh. actor. It's a girl, and she's been doing stuff since like. Neon Genesis. Um, she was someone in Sailor Moon. 
Uh, oh, these are great, great facts. Those were just kind of like the side she ones. Was she, she wasn't like a. <laughs> she wasn't a main one in the, in those, but she was doing stuff back then in big anime. Yeah. Um, she was Yuji, or Yugi, Yugi. Sorry, okay, so I, was, I, was, I, was, I was getting Jujutsu Kaisen mixed. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was Yuji. Yugi and it only says twenty seven episodes in nineteen ninety eight, but. That was like classic Yu-Gi-Oh. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's only 27 episodes. Wait, are there only 27 episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh? We've debated no. this. No, 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 no. no. But it but says Pegasus she, is 27. Yeah. Mm. It, it says she was Yu-Gi for 27 episodes. So uh, Kurama in Yu Yu Hakusho, oh, which is the cool. red hair yeah. rose guy. That's very weird. A mm-hmm. lady played him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was Okatsu. I mean, Okatsu's voice is pretty Yeah, high, but he's right? kind of gritty. Okatsu? No, uh, I don't remember him well enough to say. Mm. Oh, maybe I'm thinking of a different character. I'm thinking of a different character. I think I also watch Yu Hakusho in English. So I'm trying to rewatch Yu Hakusho right now, but I got one episode and then I had to pause it, and then I've done. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Uh, last one is Maki. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only one I could find relevant for her to our podcast as of right now is that she's the multi-arm. Demon girl in Demon Slayer. What with the balls? Oh, oh like Tamari or something. I, I forget what she the played name with is. the Tamari ball. Yeah, Tamari balls yeah. in the first season. Yeah, she was cool. Interesting. Back when demons were very straightforward, they didn't have shit etched on their eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they still did. They just hadn't been shown yet. You can't see this, but I'm shaking my fist at Jake right now. <laughs> Well, that's all for my fun facts, trivia, and notes. Super fun. That was super fun. Thank you for bringing your notes on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool that that one person was somebody in Sailor Moon. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was really nice. Hey, I also did love that you were with me on the fact of why I love domain expansions because of Pokemon gyms. Yeah. I, I dude, love that you I thought, thought that. that. That's so I cool. I thought that. And it's also because you have a Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur. <laughs> Y'all cannot talk Bulbasaur. You know what's so funny is we're like dead sober. We just had coffee. Like, and we just struck a schlep. Maybe, maybe <laughs> drinking wine makes me talk better. Yeah, I don't know. Well, hey, we can get some wine. We'll see you on our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a, a, a Pokemon outro, right? See you on our next episode. In the next episode, will our adventurers find... Wine. Yeah, that's. I thought that was Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Will they find wine? <laughs> Will they find wine? <laughs> no, that's definitely Pokemon. All right, well, we'll see you next time on... Anime Night Podcast. <laughs>